Hi, welcome to uh, Rational Reality. This is our, our fourth episode now, and today I'm joined by Simon Topless, who's the Chief Executive of Pagaba, one of our framework partners. So uh, welcome, Simon. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, we'll be here with you. Yeah, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I'm sure there's a, a lot going on at the minute, even though we're all, we're all kind of cooped up working from home at the minute still. <laughs> agree, absolutely. Um, so has delivered quite an outstanding $2 billion plus uh, in value, social value across, across the frameworks you've been involved in. So we felt that you would be really well placed to to kind of discuss with us how social value has been evolving over these last few months while we've been in this kind of uh, strange scenario of being on lockdown and, and social distancing being enforced. Um, so can you just tell us a bit about how Pagabo's approach to social value and how that cascades out through the delivery partners at the moment? Yeah, sure, Tom. Yeah, well, firstly, uh, we take social value very seriously uh, within our business. It's at the heart of what we do. And just for a bit of context, I think you'll agree construction is central to placemaking, uh, economic development, and the UK employment as well. Uh, and the sector spend uh, is estimated to be about £500 billion by the end of this decade. So with that in mind, then social value is playing an increasing part in the procurement process. And what Pagaba is about is about procurement. Uh, but research shows that there are significant challenges across all uh, aspects as well. There are huge opportunities uh, and requirements for the public sector, industry, and the government as well to step up to the plate to make sure that every single one of those construction pounds delivers tangible additional social impact. So this crisis that we find ourselves in now, which you quite rightly mentioned there, Tom, in your intro, uh, only increases the need to demonstrate social value as every single pound invested in the future will be monitored very carefully, we feel. So having the right tools is therefore important, and we will be ensuring this continues all the frameworks that we're going to be putting in place in the future uh, and our current frameworks too. So procuring for value is a central theme and that's a message we're giving to all of our delivery partners. Excellent and and what have you found that's changed over the last three to four months I guess really now in particular is there anything changed in terms of clients focus what are they looking for more of? Yeah sure it's a good question 100%. Um, okay sum, sum it up really in two words uh, for you, Tom, uh, and that's accountability and transparency. Okay. okay. So we're seeing clients that want to get under the skin of social value models, especially models which offer to put a value in pounds and pence on a project like we do. They want to know where the data is coming from, uh, how it fits in with legislation, which is really important, and also its accuracy too. So the sector is under more scrutiny overall, we feel, and on social value in particular. Okay. So we'll want to see economic recovery, local spend, job creation, uh, and developing skills. And it needs to be demonstrable social value. Every single aspect of that needs to be demonstrable, uh, just like I've just uh, indicated when I opened up uh, the answer to this question. And that's more now than ever, uh, and our clients want to see the impact of every single pound spent. That's the important thing. And how do you see the, the outputs changing or evolving? So uh, in historically, I know from our point of view, we've been involved in a lot of uh, things like school visits, holding assemblies, work experience and things like that. Obviously social distancing has created some barriers to that. How do you see that changing? Yeah, we, we, we've seen some really good good stuff out there in terms of uh, the initial response to the crisis that we, we, we found ourselves in. But there's no getting away from it. Uh, and no getting away from the impact that the pandemic's had. Um, it's, it's had on employment uh, and on people losing their jobs to redundancy. Just imagine, just 12, just 12 weeks ago, 
you know, recently it's like 12 weeks ago, people were happy in their jobs, uh, but planning on some holidays. Then the crisis blindsided us all, didn't it? So undoubtedly, there's going to be a lot of churn, and this presents an opportunity there for businesses to reboot their workforces. Okay, with lots of training, that's really important, uh, and opportunity to put diversity uh, into the workforce, front and centre. But also, as well as re-engaging with communities that have been in hibernation, and I picked that word in particular, hibernation. That's what the Prime Minister that used quite recently, didn't he, in one of his headlines. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we can sort of see, you know, all those aspects coming to the fore and and and, and really helping the communities that we work in. Okay, and I suppose one of the things that, that I want to ask you is that as a as a, a business or as a wider industry, we have often, I think, found it a challenge to be consistent in how we demonstrate uh, the pounds and pence outcomes of social value. And and part of my background going way back was was working in, in some public sector projects where where those outputs could change. And it's it's possibly as, as I think you've already mentioned, it's it's probably more important now more than ever to be able to do that more effectively and be able to demonstrate how that investment is having an impact how do you think as an industry we can make a consistent approach to that okay another good question uh, i mentioned the word transparency uh, before in one of my other answers <clears throat> but i mean the key here is the word transparency relying on standardized metrics and measurements to ensure that the data produced relating to social value is really robust uh, social value can seem to be a little bit fluffy. I don't know if you've ever come across that, but uh, from time to time we hear, that's a bit fluffy, isn't it? A bit of a fluffy yeah. subject. But in reality, it does rely on detailed research, drawing on government standards and global best practices. So in order for a business to be able to provide credible social value information, they need to be engaging with that themselves or with a partner that can provide it. Uh, there's likely to be a big push regarding standards, we feel. Uh, this will allow more comparable data between projects so investing in social value through our social profit calculator, that's the vehicle we use, uh, and working towards procuring for value uh, as UK increases debt and every single pound spent, and I keep mentioning that, it's important, every pound spent in the future is more important than ever now, and hopefully you'd agree with that. So it's vital that we can demonstrate the wider socio-economic and employment benefits through uh, social value tracking. Okay, and I think one of the other things that, that we've, we've spoken about and we'd, we'd probably like to see is an evolution where we see a unification of not just the social value but also the economic return and then also critically the the environmental return um kind of coming together uh possibly also being bound up with that kind of positive mental health aspect um so that overall there's there's a, a kind of a gauge for economic recovery and i think that's kind of what you're talking about when you're saying it's it's going to be even more critical that we can demonstrate that return on every pound spent. How do you think as an industry we can have a, a shift in mindset to, towards that idea of taking that whole approach and not just thinking about <clears throat> the money that's being spent on the project to deliver the project? Yeah, 100% agree, Tom. Uh, having a clear social value agenda for the business in the short, medium and long term, as well as meaningful feedback or a meaningful feedback loop across the business and supply chain means that businesses can start to see their full impact. It's only by engaging with your stakeholders on an ongoing basis that you can understand uh, where you are succeeding and where you're falling short as well. That's important to understand where you're falling short. Um, I should add though that it's uh, not only about being able to report to clients but also about understanding where your business excels at creating impact so that you can do more as well. Your framework providers 
actually need to put more emphasis in their procurement, which is exactly what we do, and encouraging clients to include and also develop uh, their project deliverables too. And that's going to be really important for the future. Okay. And in the um, in the early stages of the lockdown, they often say that a crisis like this can can bring out things that that you might not expect and can bring out the best in people. We saw we saw a lot of corporate responses and reactions to it being really really great to see. So people donating uh, PPE where there was a shortfall, people joining or supporting the food bank services. How do you think we can um, take all of that that's happened so far and translate it into something more meaningful or, or with more longevity? Yeah, again, a good question. Um, we saw lots of stuff that we in the in the press and in the media in terms of people, you know, really working hard to get that important equipment uh, to the front line where it's needed, etc., etc. You know, which which I was you know overwhelmed by. I'm sure a lot of people were as well. But I think your question is more about sort of like sustainable and long term. So yeah, again, so, so, as far as we're concerned, the supply chain is crucial here. Uh, if you're a bigger business, it's going to be hard to understand how your resources can benefit local communities, or even what the community needs really are. Uh, but there's real scope to shape social value all the way through the supply chain by engaging with and enabling small to medium enterprises SMEs that you're working with to make their own decisions about how to best support the local areas. Uh, it's all about partnerships and working in collaboration, which hopefully, hopefully you'll agree with me on that one. And understanding the local need and the client drivers in particular. So I guess responsible and clear procurement with the direction um, of the right support from clients to make the best impact locally is really where it should be at. And I think that's gonna give that more long-term uh, benefit to those communities. But when all the short-term stuff, which you've seen in the head and the press, I think it's absolutely you know, really important as well. And absolutely. Good that continues. Yeah. Um, so we've also been keeping a bit of a, an eye on some of the activity that you guys have been doing during the lockdown, including the Pagabo Bake Off. Um, and, a bit of a, a bit of an odd one because I know that obviously you you weren't able to uh, do the taste criteria. But what was your favourite cake and and why? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Do you want me to give you an answer? I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. Okay, I will answer it. Like you've just remembered that you you reminded me that we did it in lockdown, obviously, so there's no taste criteria, so we couldn't go out and taste all of these lovely cakes. But I must admit, they all did look totally delicious. Uh, and I can certainly vouch for my cupcakes, but if you saw those, they were really good. Four hours in the making. <laughs> uh, I did vote. I did, yeah. Uh, and it was all about showmanship and pure theatre for me. So okay. the, the multicoloured uh, layer cake uh, baked by Karen at Freeth's uh, solicitors. Yeah. And of course, it had the big thank you on top of the NHS as well. Uh, that certainly yeah. caught my eye. Okay. Uh, but the winner, the winner was an excellent carrot cake uh, and Abigail at Pic Everard's had the uh, £250 for winning uh, the competition donated to uh, a great charity that um, you picked up on the, on the uh, socials, but it was donated to Bromley and Croydon Women's Aid. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, which is working uh, to end domestic abuse. And also for every bake, and also on top of that, for every bake that uh, was, was, was made, we further donated it into our own charity. Uh, which is the Pagabo Foundation, which hopefully you picked up on, uh, which is great, which only started in January of this year. Uh, so we, 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 every, every entrant to that, we donated a, a small amount uh, to uh, the Pagabo Foundation. Uh, but in total, in total, uh, so far there's only £50,000 in the foundation now. And that foundation was set up to uh, support mental health 
initiatives in construction, which we're really proud to be a part of. So that's, that's flourishing for us. Excellent. Really good to hear. Thank you, Simon. Um, time for me to just kind of quickly wrap up now. And I suppose one thing that uh, I would like to say, and I, I'm, I'm sure you would feel the same, is that anyone that's kind of watching this is kind of considering how social impact might impact their project and how they might consider it in a broader context and the kind of things that they might do to to kind of monitor that and and how we can we can look at demonstrating that that return on every pound spent as, as we've been talking about um, as always uh, you can follow us on LinkedIn if you want to get involved in the conversation or you want to uh, share your thoughts around social value and how it's evolved during the the lockdown and beyond uh, then tweet us and include the hashtag WoodheadRR. Um, and if, again, if you want to get involved in rational reality in the future, uh, you can drop us a line or drop me an email to twoodhead at woodhead-group. And we'll see you for the next rational reality. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you, Tom.